This is the story of how Gary Butterfield fought the Void and how the Void, well, she fought back. Of how he looked at this thing that he gave birth to, that he created and loved and took it apart piece by piece, like a man devouring a Cornish game hen with a pair of eyeglass screwdrivers. He was driven to take it apart, to smash it to bits, to see how it works and how it doesn't work. This story has seven parts, and it begins with a glove. The end of Dead Idea of Valhalla. It feels weird. I mean, the thing that's been part of my life for, for a year. A big part, too. Like, pretty much every weekend. It feels weird. I guess I don't have to mope on it. Maybe, was, was it uh, Kierkegaard or Herman Cain or somebody said that Laundry Day gives you truly tragic amounts of time to think? What, what is that noise? Something that's caught in that dryer? What What is that? Ow, 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 ow. Oh, what the fuck? The Infinity Gauntlet? I guess the Toast Cycle can wait. This is cosmic in scale. Having discovered the tattered, rotten remains of the Infinity Gauntlet in the lint trap of the dryer of his apartment complex, Gary, well, he sat down and read the crumpled up note hidden in the ring finger of the glove. Okay, what is it? What does it say here? Okay. Uh, the seven infinity gems hold the secret to understanding, uh, that idea of Valhalla and also understanding in general, la da da, journey, la da da da, quest, etc, etc. Okay, what do I need to do? Okay. Uh, first you must consult the seven gray ladies. They live in the lost mung fields of the Goodyear Sunny Vista Butte carpet heap. They'll provide essential diversity wisdom and soulful advicelets to help you on your quest. Also, they will give you the soul gem for your infinity gauntlet. Cool. So, his quest sprawled out before him like a punch-drunk boxer after an overambitious rope-a-dope. He set out to activate the first of the infinity gems. Soul. had told me that this was going to involve exercise. And like, the seagulls over there look Africanized and had to climb up all these old tires and urine-soaked carpets and black Grammys. I don't mean like a black Grammy like Big Mama and her Big Mama's house. And like a just, you know, African-American Grammy Award. The sun is just looking down on me. It's fucking brutal. You know what I fucking hate? Hold on. Uh, the sun. Oh, God. He crested the mountain of diapers, half-eaten radial tires, discarded bread bag shoes, and stood at the apex. What? what what's happening to me? feel somehow more soulful and at ease. It's like I'm an adult. 
Or maybe not like an adult, but I'm an adult contemporary. I feel like hanging an African mask on the wall of my apartment or doing all of my shopping at Pier 1 and not... What the... My, my beard's falling off. There's just this tiny little patch. What's that sound? Do you know that Black History Month began as Negro History Week, which was created in 1926 by Carter G. Woodson? Who are you? I'm the Black History Month. Did you know that on February 12, 2009, the NAACP marked its 100th anniversary? I, I did know that, actually. Um, did you know that Jack Johnson became the first African-American man to hold the World Heavyweight Champion boxing title in 1908? He held onto the belt until 1915. I did know that. Did you know that John Mercer Langston was the first black man to become a lawyer in Ohio when he passed the bar in 1854? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, did you know that Thurgood Marshall was the first African-American ever appointed to the United States Supreme Court? He was appointed by President Lyndon B. Johnson and served on the Supreme Court from 1967 to 1991. I didn't know that. Did you know that Hiram Rhodes Revels was the first African American ever elected to the United States Senate? He represented the state of Mississippi from February 1870 to March 1871. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I, I didn't know that. Did you know that Shirley Chrisholm was the first African American woman elected to the House of Representatives? She wasn't elected until 1968 and represented the state of New York. Mm-hmm. I did know that. And did you know the black population of the United States in 1870 was 4.8 million? In 2007, the number of black residents in the United States, including those of more than one race, was 40.7 million? Listen, Black History Month, I, I did know that. We can just stand here on the top of this mountain of garbage, just you know, impressing each other with how much we know about black history. Or, uh, you can show me the way to the seven gray ladies, and I'll tell you literally everything I know about black history. That sounds like a deal. Gary and his new guide moved aside a defective crib and entered a mystical cave. They traveled for hours until they came to a clearing. And in conclusion, uh, Africanized bees don't actually speak any kind of form of bebonics. They, they just buzz around like regular bees. Uh, is that enough black history facts for you? This is very interesting. It appears we've made it to our destination. Bye! <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, see, you, see you later, Black History Moth. Oh, what a weird guy. I don't, know, I don't know how he talks like that without constantly having to clear his throat and cough and and drink tea. I mean, it seems like it'd be really hard. Man, this, this clearing is beautiful. What are these gems on the walls? Man, Bezos. He then came face to face with seven scruffy songstresses. Uh, what, what's a bezoar? A bezoar is when you introduce foreign material into your gutty wax. It comes out as a beautiful stone. Ugh. Who are you? We are seven gray ladies. My name's Macy Gray, and these are my six sisters. This here is Tracy. Hi. This over here is Basie. Over here we have Complacy. I'll do whatever you want, honey. And behind her is Racy. 
I'll suck your dick for ten dollars. And, uh, behind hers, third place, Igray. Always coming third place. And, uh, behind here, finally, the one with the makeup, that's Gacy Gray. I'm gonna put my evil inside you. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess I, I seek your wisdom, uh, your solstricism. We do have wisdom, as you can tell. Ask your questions, young man. Well, uh, well, how do I how do I deal with the void? You know, it's like I I work really hard on the show. I mean, just this episode that we're doing right now, that I'm recording right now, I'm like three hours into it, and we're we're only looking at like eight minutes. You know, I just I don't want to come off like a whiny bitch or anything, but you might be too late. You already sound like a whiny bitch. But just it's hard to get this out here. You know, I'm just dealing with all this stuff. Perhaps Freddy has stretched himself too thin. I know, I mean, there's just like an element to my ego or something, though. You know, I, d I don't want to just be ordinary. I don't want to get home and, and just play video games and, and watch Netflix and not do anything, you know. I want to get stuff out there, you know, like, like, like you did, Macy Gray. When you guys won your Black Grammy for wearing folks' skin ain't no sin. And how did you handle it? How did you get people to pay attention to your stances on wearing people's skin. Hmm. Well, allow us to tell you the only way we know how. Through song. Wearing folks' skin. It ain't no sin. You ate the meat. So don't waste the skin. No, 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 no. I've, I've heard that song. I mean, I need a song that's going to help me deal with the void. Alright. Here's a little something for you. It's called... Puddles of oil like rainbow mirrors. Hit it, sisters. Walking along to your home beat. Plastic bags around your feet. Looking That's that's semi helpful. Are you saying that the reasons I'm not successful with this are they're in the mirror? That's right, baby. 
And then Mia, it ain't clear. Here, I got something for you. If it's a, a Bezoar, I, I don't want it. You want this Bezoar? It's the Soul Gem. Here you go. Hey! Soul Gem in hand and wisdom in head. Gary, well, he felt the cowboy siren song to South Dakota. Big Sky Country, they call it. Thus empowered, he purchased a Greyhound bus ticket. This is where my, my instincts took me. It's 2166 Bolo Skull Tie Lane. This is the place. Huh. Door's locked. Well, you know, like Macy Gray says. Rocks is nature's keys. Rocks is nature's keys. Alright, uh, just unlock and... Hey, it's a nice place. Okay, so I, th I'm feeling the call. I think there's like a, a secret door or something upstairs. Oh, oh hello. Oh, who are you? Gary Butterfield. Now I'm the Widow Annis, and you have till the count of three before I get out my shotgun. One, twenty-three, four, seven, red. Listen, 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 lady, lady. I know you're a widow. I also know that there's only one way you can truly console a widow. Give me a chance. And the widow, roundly consoled, showed Gary to her deceased husband's jacket closet of secrets. Whoa! Look at this cavern! It's beautiful. It's breathtaking. Who, who's that little guy over there? I'm Sebastian. I'm here to take you to the king, Jake. Jake? You know, from Rogue Mac Mountain. But I thought Jake was the one that died. Jake Grannis. Who can tell cowboys apart? Now follow me. Well, these are some caverns you got here. And that's all because of Jake. He installed the mushroom sweepers, and the lichen traps, and the bike lanes. In the horse lanes. <laughs> you can take the cowboy out of the rodeo 
that you can't take the cowboy out of another cowboy. Well, not anymore. I mean, after Prop 214 goes through. We're almost there. Grognock, let us in to see Jake. Grognock obeys. Here we are. I'll leave you to it. Good to meet ya. And Gary stood in front of the Cowboy King, seated in front of a pile of gilded spurs, diamond chow trains, and spittoons as far as the eye could see. Whoa, all those spittoons. Uh, excuse me, Your, your Highness, I, I present myself. I, I'm Gary Butterfield. I'm just a, a humble podcaster, Your Highness. I, I don't go in for them fancy accolades. Stop you right there and let you know. I'm just a rooter, a tutor. And a straight shooter. Well, not so much straight. <laughs> it's good to laugh. Ha ha ha. Ha Well, enough of my horseplay. I've received word that we're to help you find the reality gem for that there magical, mystical oven mitt. We can show you to the reality zone. First, you must go through the Ennis zone. Beware. Some of the things you'll see in there are going to be awful adult in the rails, and be sure to loosen up that pecker holster. Uh, um, yeah. It's right on through here. Go on. Gary Butterfield found himself in a technicolor homosexual dickscape, a pornography panoply of penises, penises, and furthermore, man vulva. Now, I'm not a person to judge another man for his lifestyles or dimension for that what. I leave that one up to the Lord to decide. But after several harrowing and erotic moments, he found himself floating in whiteness. My God, I have never seen so much cow taint. That saddle really roughens it up, too. It's like a strip of leather between like a Slim Jim and a wad of chewing gum. Really makes you think. This area here seems like less produced. It's it's almost like as I <clears throat> let me take that again. It's almost as if hold on, just cut here. Okay. <clears throat> this area here seems a little less produced. It's almost as if it's naked reality. And what am I supposed? <clears throat> What, what am I supposed to do here? Wait, what's that over there? God, it's so far away, and the amount of work to construct a way to get there is just going to be nuts. I mean, I guess I'll have to find some sim- <clears throat> find some samples. <clears throat> Cut here. I guess I'll just have to find some samples of the noise of climbing steps. Here, let me... Freesound.org Stairs Let me see if this one works uh, Okay, that's not bad out Then I'll have to do, I don't know if I can find like big stone steps Okay um, Okay, now, now I've climbed up the stairs And I've got to jump over this crevasse 
there's a there's a monster here. I gotta think what kind. Of <clears throat> got. I have to think of what kind of monster though. How about uh, the Balrog? Um, let's see if I can find a sound effect for that and some more Lord of the Rings music. steps. That doesn't make any sense. Like a monster on stone steps. Okay. Um, now I need to fight it. I think I need, like, a sword fight won't work. He's, monster's not gonna have a sword. Um, what happens if I search monster fight? Let's search monster fight real quick. Monster frick. Autocorrect. Onion break hit flash V? What? Alright, I guess this will just have to this will work. Alright, um There we go. Alright, now I've defeated the monster. I guess I can go for irony real quick and put in like a video game sound effect item thing for the reality gym. I had to choose between Zelda and Metroid, but um, hold on a second, let me... Let's go Metroid. Nobody uses the Metroid one. Everyone uses the Zelda, Zelda one. Alright, that was, that was a lot of work. But now it was worth it. I defeated the monster, have the reality gem. What's next? The reality gem in Gary Butterfield's hand glowed azure and he heard a voice in his head. You must go back in time. Back in time. All right, I've got to go back in time somehow. How do I do that? I got a DeLorean or a TARDIS or hit myself over the head with a club. I know, um, I'll use nostalgia. That poisonous, self-destructive mix of memory and fiction. Here, just a few clicks. And... Ah, yeah. The Dinocast. I miss it, you know, it was extemporaneous. It was social. And there's a way to, to get other people in on this. And a lot of fun to do. Like, I just had a lot of fun doing it. I didn't have fun editing it, but I had fun recording it. I miss that. What, what, what's going on? I'm, I'm going back in time. I'm not stopping. Where am I? Who are you? Gary, well, he found himself face to face with his ancestor, who filled the frame like an imminent dust storm fills the night sky. I am Reginald Chester Copper Pennysworth Butterfield, your great, 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 great grandsire. Oh, wow, yeah, I, I remember you. Um, you were that guy who went into the sex coma from fucking a bag of mashed potatoes, right? 
I played a wax cylinder recording of you. You must have me confused with some other brethren. I have never made love to anyone other than my sweet Cordelia. Oh, is she, um, is she my great, 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 great grandmare? And is, is she around? It'd be neat to meet her. We have recently annulled our marriage, as she was dissatisfactory regarding my girth. When our lovemaking had to be done side saddle, and she had to go on weekend sojourns to procure fat back bacon and johnny cakes, she decided she was fed up. Upon learning of her unrest, I promptly dissolved our connection. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I understand that. I'm having some pretty serious problems. My merch, too. Um, so I guess this must be before the whole be haunter in the lobby station thing. I am not familiar with any such haunting entity or potato sack. In addition, and in unfortunate, I must say that I have no further time to discuss it. We must remove ourselves from the warmth of my fire. You see, I am about to go to the battlefields. I am a battle antiquarian by trade. Battle antiquarian? That is the coolest thing I've ever heard of. What, what, are you, what are you setting out to do? Some fool, or perhaps it was me in one of my absinthe cooler stupas, read the seven cryptic fragments of Fomalt backwards, and has thus unleashed Nyarlathotep upon the unwilling populace of Mackleford County. I am gathering my reagents and eldritch tomes in order to do battle with him. He's taken on an aspect most sinister, and I feel we can contain him if we are not too late. Oh cool, uh, do you mind if I come along? You should just watch, my boy. This venture, like many podcasts in the far future, is best done alone. You may tarry on the battlements, and you should have a good view of my dismissal chance. Now, if you please, pour my corpulence down the stairs. Oh, okay. Why, why are you slippery? Put your back into it, boy. If you are truly my ancestor, I find myself beset by intense melancholia. You have not the subcutaneous goop necessary to carry yourself like a proper New England gentleman. Oh, excuse me. I, I must be rolling down the stairs. That's weird that he's so fat. And like my dad wasn't fat. I wonder if it skips a generation. I wonder if my, my dad's fat now. I wonder... Actually, on, on second thought, I don't give a shit. Wow, yeah, Reginald is... He's, he's, look, at, look at him out the window there. He's, he's not charging. He's sort of just kind of waddling up the hill. Okay, now he's reading from a book. Oh my god, who, who's that at the top of the hill? Hello, Gary. Gary Butterfield, well, he found himself here in the voice of the charred specter of Rillier. Slender Man. You're an avatar of Nyarlathotep? Of course I am. Are you surprised? I, I suppose not. Hey, how are you talking to me? Telepathically, my dear boy. I'm about to give you a gift. I mean, if it's an orphan sack, I don't want it. It's a... Well, of course not. It's not an orphan sack. Don't be silly. You get to see your ancestor destroyed by good old Slender Man. Won't, won't that cause like a paradox? I mean, he's supposed to have sex with some potatoes or something in the future, and you know, at some point, you know, he is my my grandfather. 
You all work out in the wash, Gary. Now pay attention to the lesson I'm about to teach you. I'll put original on speakerphone. Talk into my lapel, you, you elephant. By the elder sign, I invoke Nodens the Hunter in whatever aspect you take, be it the Black Pharaoh or the Bloated Woman or the difficult second album, or the cream-filled snack, or the rotting scrut of the narrow urethra, any of the forms you take, I vanish. He goes on and on. Yes, I do have a lot of forms. No need to labor the point, sister. What are you going to do to him? Oh, just this. Ah, uh, my, my nipples, what is this? I've just invoked my friend, the Morlax. Nipples to see and nipples to sup. Throw away glass and use styrofoam cups. This is terrible. By the voice oh, do shut up. I burned my eyelids shut. However will I see the various delis and confectionaries I'm to eat? How will I utilize my system of mirrors to inspect my backside to ensure... And I'll continue, continue with this. this. Oh, you ripped away my skin. I am just muscles. Well, not muscle so much, but uh, some sort of marbled meat. Oh, yes, dear boy. Perhaps I'll wear the skin and go make slender love to that be hotter in the lobby. Grandfather, don't don't sit down. You'll get soil in your meat. It, it'll get infected. Gary, do you know what could have prevented this? Oh, God, I hate you, Slender Man. You're such a dick. Don't be nasty, sister. Just for that. I'm in 2014 right now, and I'm making your hard drive crash. You shithead! Did I back everything up? What do you think? As a token gesture, I can provide you with your time gem and a dear lesson. Your ancestor would have survived if he hadn't gone alone. But how? How do you survive? You still would have cauterized his eyelids shut. I, I melted, melted his, his eyes out, out. But, but keep going. I, I think you're on something. something. Um, you know when you still would have summoned that terrible Morlocks creature and, and and ripped off his skin? I mean, I'd be dead too. Perhaps. Perhaps not. Sometimes going alone isn't the best way, Gary. Goodbye. I'll see you in 2011 as your roommate. And again in 2014. Ah, you fucker. You fucker. This thrilling tale of Gary's quest for the Infinity Gems will continue next episode. Until then, put your feet up, throw on a Hank Williams record, and relax. Might I recommend a short glass of chamomile, maybe a warm bubbly bath, or a cowboy massage, whatever floats your spurs. 